face it gray, paved the way, chase the rain, release the pain, least you sane, getting paid, trends setting brighter days, dope rap, tight as that, high and deadly, I'm a fighter jet, Jeremy K. What's up, everyone? Major League Pod. I'm Rob Cammer, host of the MLW Confusion Podcast. And with me, as always, the Diogenes of Death Matches, Muffins oh. Martinez. How are you doing today, Muffins? Well, right now, as you can see, I look like a furry and I feel like one too. So I don't know. That's my normal existence, though. I actually trimmed this trimmed this down the other day. Uh, I got to trim this down. It's been like a month. And it's got to go. Everything, everything has to go. I got to get ready for summer. Everything got to go. Uh, we got, we got, we got like another month. It's five before summer hits, unless it gets yeah, weird yeah. again, like we did for like three days. Yes, a couple yes, weeks ago. yes, yeah, exactly. Because right now it was seventy-one Tuesday, sixty-five Wednesday, twenty-five and snowing yesterday, and back to fifty-one today. So, uh, yeah, man, beautiful, beautiful weather. Yes, exactly. So, getting down to business, last night, at least at the time of this recording, uh, was MLW Intimidation Games, yes. the uh, latest uh, Triller Fight TV special event, highlighted by the main event of old-timey rivals Minoru Suzuki taking on Satoshi Kojima for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. But of course, we have a whole card to get through before we get to that point, so... I suppose we should just go ahead and start at the beginning of this year party and talk about, and for me, this was the match of the night, yes. uh, the middleweight championship match between Mystico and Rocky Romero, uh, represented by Cesar Duran and Selena De La Renta, uh, respectively. Uh, you you are our resident Lucha guy, so start us off, Muppets. What'd you think? I mean, I, I was very surprised that this was the opening match. I was like, wow, they're already going to give this one early. I guess they want to set up the tone for the rest of the night. I mean, this match did not disappoint. This match was mad classic, aerial, ground attack. Anything you could think of, they did. I mean, what, almost like 15 minutes match. And like I said, I was very surprised that it was the first match, but I guess that's how they wanted to start it off and start it hot. Mystical got the win, so now he's the new middleweight uh, champion takes it back to a CMLL down there in Mexico coming up probably tonight. If if you know if they don't have a oh yeah probably tonight because they don't I don't think they have a live uh, AEW show and I don't think he'll be there tomorrow. So but yeah so I mean that's that's amazing that the MLW belt will go over there. I just wish Kurt Bauer or somebody from CMLL will take some of the MLW wrestlers and have them down there. That'd be also kind of cool if that ever happens. But right now we have we have a new middleweight open champion and it's mystical. And I'm, I mean, I couldn't be any happier than this. I mean, match was a uh, was the match was amazing. It was, as I said, this, for me, it was the match of the night. Like the two thing, the two things surprised me about this match, and neither of them actually affected my enjoyment like whatsoever. And actually, the latter made it more enjoyable. But one, I was actually surprised about how slow, slow air quotes. It wasn't slow. It really, it wasn't really that slow. But, but uh, I was actually surprised that the pace wasn't faster in the match, especially with Mystico being involved. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, Rocky doesn't oh it doesn't always work the pure lucha style anyway so you know that makes sense um and i was surprised at the lack of outside interference 
Yes. Because, yeah. you know, Selena has, you know, has not made any bones about, uh, you know, getting involved if, if necessary. And she she didn't do anything outside of yell at people. Uh, so I was kind of surprised at that, which is fine. Like, a clean, you know, a match being clean is, you know, the way it, sh way it should be in a perfect sports world. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was a great opener, great back and forth action. I mean, they really, like, Rocky did take mo most of the action, uh, but like, not not like it wasn't anywhere near like a squash and an upset like and i will say like romero rocky in, in, like if he's not he like needs to be training people a bit more because yeah. like because his because his body language and his facials were on point and two like dude was just chewing on the crowd like really getting them going like he worked the crowd like nobody else that oh, that night too despite certain people trying to work the crowd like he was actually successful in like getting them going and that was really awesome to see too so the crowd was already getting hot for the action of the evening uh but yeah it was it was great um uh, yeah mystico uh, mystico uh, took the victory so he's taking the belt um you know i i echo uh you know your sentiments about a, a talent exchange being a true talent exchange, and we've really not seen anybody from MLW's end going to Mexico or anything of the like. Which I that seems that like that seems to be kind of a Court Bauer thing is like we have a partnership, and the partnership is totally one sided where they're just kind of leeching they, off of of somebody. Yeah, they, so yeah, I, they, yes. they, come, they come over, we take their belts, or they take our belts and. We don't see anybody from MLW go to that company. I, I don't get it, to be honest with you. But yeah. AEW does it. They're having the, the BBC or the or BCC, whatever the hell they call it, the book, what uh, it was uh, called? Blackpool like, Combat Club. Yes. All four of them are going to be there coming up in the next two weeks, having a battle, and then one of their females is going to be there too. So you mean to tell me AEW can send guys over with no problems and have guys over or MLW can't send one guy over. Well, I mean, other than Rocky Romero, because he already lives there. So yeah, I guess because because he, he he works for every company. Yeah, exactly. yeah he's, he's he's the talent liaison for every company. I mean, though, like you know, we can rag on it, and I can try to blame Court Bauer, but really, it might be a CMLL thing too, because if the news is to be correct, uh, the news is correct. Like they buggered up a bunch of talent visas here lately, and from what I'm hearing, it like. They, despite being a nationwide, almost international company, given its talent relations, like they, the CMML allegedly basically put all the talent visas on just like a random indie promotion in Texas. And evidently something was just not kosher and the feds got involved. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, dude, I'm just an indie promoter. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to be in trouble like I'm not trying to scam anyone <laughs> well the, the the thing was is that they used this company before for years yeah and then I guess they found out that the guy they were going through the stuff he kind of gave the job to other people beneath under him and he wasn't keeping up with with it and then when they said well we're not gonna work with you anymore he kind of said, "Well, shit. If you don't work with me, then I'm gonna kind of tip the, the, you know, the government about this." And he went and tipped the government about the visas, and now all the visas for like 20 different talents are going to be kind of messed up from now till past WrestleMania weekend, maybe more, 
unless they expedite this and expedition means extra money to pay to get this stuff done so unless somebody has some deep wallets it's going to be crazy to kind of get those guys but at least one of the names is not mystical who's right not, who's well not i would be really i would be yeah. really suspect if so, that happened yeah, especially, yeah, especially being, since he, it was live last night yeah and, and, he, and he's being advertised for the main show in chicago for mlw but i'm pretty sure there was some other names that they mentioned before that now they have to scramble and get other guys who are not on that cold list so right uh yeah yeah so uh but yeah so new champ uh, yeah. another another step in the Selena de la Renta uh, Cesar Duran feud we'll we'll see a little bit more of that kind of come later um yes. but like they almost teased and I got really excited like they teased uh, Lucha de Apuesta and then Rocky backed off off yeah. of their, yeah. a, t- a title a title versus hair and yes. Rocky Rocky yeah, off yeah. Rocky, Rocky the one that lose those locks he like no 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 at least not on such short notice get a payday yes, out of it yeah. first there you go um but moving on from that second match of the night was the uh new york street fight uh the calling taking on what would become now known as the response <laughs> get it um so uh, the calling being represented by sammy callahan and uh, rick champage the national openweight champion taking on akira and jake christ uh i thought that actually i thought this match was pretty darn good like actually it's kind of surprised me because i was like i'm not sure what i was expecting but like there wasn't really a dull moment in the match like they kept the flow going very well and there wasn't a whole lot of like downtime or spots or time taking to set up spots like it was just all like bam 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 okay these guys are in oh these guys are out without like any sort of downtime whatsoever. I mean, they took a little bit of time to get out some ring boards, but they didn't like build some weird tower out of it or anything like that. They just went out, got the boards, got back in. We did get, and we did get a odd break uh, to have the day of the re-debut, the return of the blue mini. who was hiding out underneath the ring. Uh, so got to get that going. I love me some blue mini. Um, which we we should have figured there was something coming up about that because the last big uh, response promo was involved the uh, the blue meanie it being the something blue, uh, but yeah, uh, just kind of like a bunch of crazy go nuts stuff went on. It wasn't like a big bloodbath or anything either, but we just everything broke down. We got Raven back, even though he didn't show up live. <laughs> just got Raven on the Tron. Yeah. Um, and basically called this a civil war, which I thought this already was a civil war. Uh, but, you know, whatever, man. Um, and gave a formal name to Chris and Akira as the response. So I'm curious how long, like, this part of it will go on since they bothered to name it. Well, I had a couple of issues with this. And, and I, I had a little discussion with Akira on Twitter last night about this. So it said New York Street Fight. Everything is, is being broken to hell. There's ball bath everywhere. They're doing this, doing this. But the pinfall is a backslide pin. Yeah. Like, and, 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 you know, and, and wrestling. You and I have discussed about this. So, once again, it's a New York street fight. Everything is it's a go. Everything is being used. If, if somebody's going to get pinned and you want us to be invested in something you want us to ask the fans to be invested realistically wouldn't you think that a big blow 
somebody getting knocked out with something a hammer a silver block or something a guitar or somebody going through a table some glass or something will be the ending of the match but no we end it as on a backslide pin. well to be uh, fair on a, though on a, on a, the new york street fight the to be fair the backslide was a mechanism to the victory uh, uh we had a low blow we had a field goal kick lead into the backslide so it wasn't just like a flash backslide out of nowhere like they were they were fighting for it and callahan came in and kicked one through the uprights to do it but it's it's a it's a new york street fight you going all out i'm pretty sure you're not gonna get knocked you know you you gotta go for the knockout real good pin Thing, you know, somebody gotta get knocked out and then get pinned. You don't get pinned on on a, on a New York Street fight by a backslide. That's one. Two. You mean to tell me Raven is that damn lazy, or they can't pay him an extra couple of dollars for him to be there in person, just come out with a microphone, say everything you have to say there in front of everybody on a live show on a Thursday? I'm pretty sure you live close to Philly, somewhere up there. You couldn't make the hour, two hour drive to get there. But no, you, we get this lazy, you know, promo on on our screen. We were like, "Come on, guys! Like, shit, you guys are killing me right now with this nonsense." So, other than that, that that weird pinfall and the Raven thing, I was really disappointed with the finish of the match. Because if you gave me a street fight and, and we as fans want to believe this that to be realistic, even though we know it's not, you know, it's just it's, or whatever. You want it to be realistically okay, knock somebody out, hit somebody with something to the point, oh, he just knocked them out. One, two, three. Oh, wow, that's an amazing street fight. Now on a backslide. Well, I digress. Uh, well, yeah, Rob, we'll, I digress. Agree to, we'll agree to disagree on that one because, yes. again, like I, I, I find the backslide just to be a mechanism of the fall, and the real thing was the low blow. Like, yes, we're accustomed to like you know giant head drops and rando table spots, but like, exactly. like, but, but let's be realistic. You know, you know, oh, a, a good kick to the junk will end a lot of fights too. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, if you kick him to the junk and then you DDT him or something, I believe it. Not just kick him to the no, junk no, and then you the come from behind and you know do a backslide. No, man, no. <laughs> Uh, no. Bob, Backlund, Bob Blackland's rolling in his grave right now. Yeah, uh, you know? <laughs> he's not even dead yet. Yeah, I'm um, gonna say, hold up. He's like, I don't think he's dead though. No, and he's in better shape than both of us. Uh, next, uh, next, I wanted to throw out there just to hear your thoughts on it. They announced that at uh, War Chamber, we're getting the return of Timothy Thatcher. Yes. What, what did you What do you think about that? Oh, I love this. I I love Timothy Thatcher. Every time he's done the matches here on those shows. It's always been an a great match that that he either he loses or he or he wins more pretty much he loses, but it always it's always it's a game, huh? I said it's a fight when uh, when it's he's involved. Yeah, it's, it's usually a fight. It usually goes all the way. It's usually some some I mean a good eight to ten minute match of pure wrestling. I mean the the man knows how to perform inside the ring. Why he's not signed somewhere? You know why Amador doesn't use him more often? Because it's been a couple of months. The last time we we seen him there, it's been like yeah, it's been close to a year, really. So it's been that long? Okay. I mean, maybe not. Like, I think okay, maybe August, maybe not. Did he wrestle somebody who who got knocked out in mid? He got knocked out against. Okay. Uh, he got against Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. He got yanked. He got uh, yanked uh, when they did yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, 
yank off the rope DDT spot. He landed. Yeah, and that was like what, well, like I think August, maybe September. Yeah, so year. I mean, it's been a bit. Yeah, and it's he, been a like, while. So, so why he doesn't get used every month or even on the tapings is beyond me. The dude's a professional. He gives you 110% every match that he does. So I, I don't really yeah. understand why, but I, I, I really, I, I was like, yes. Yeah. Patch is back. Yes. That, like, that, yes. that is, that's pretty much my exact response is like, especially yeah. once he's been cleared to wrestle since yes. then, he's been, he's been wrestling like, oh, like, so since then. like, like, yeah, he's like, he wasn't down for terribly long with, with, uh, yeah. with that injury. So yeah, and I was like, expecting to be another Japanese wrestler, but it's a touch. I'm like, yes. All right. Uh, that was going to be a good match. And hopefully he's part of the actual show and not the tapings. So, yeah. and well, maybe both. I like to see them both. Well, we'll have to see because War Chamber usually takes a sweet bit of time, and 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 they're running slight, at least in terms of the televised product, or running yeah. slightly shorter shows. Yeah. So we we will well, see. Two hours, yeah, two hours. Yeah. So, so and the faux War Games takes yeah. at That's least like, a half hour yeah, uh, so minimum anyway. The main event, of so course, it, so. It, so it might. Well, we we will see like how timing goes on it, but like I either way, but they did I say uh, they did say War Chamber, so he might be on the main card. Now, do you think did they mention what who's going to wrestle yet or no? Did they mention no, not yet. They just okay. said they just said he's making his return, and unless something popped uh, popped along the email or the social media that I haven't been able to check in the last because like, I, hours. I'm hoping I'm hoping it'll be something between uh, Cesar and the Renta. You know, they're both of their factions going out of there now that's what i would love to see i don't know if that's going to happen but oh yeah well they, no it's, oh oh you mean for the uh, war games itself yeah okay i thought we were still on Th thatcher uh they uh, cesar cesar implied uh at during uh during his promo after women's match that yeah. that he was laying down uh, laying down a challenge and i'm uh, oh, okay. and like it's he sound it sounded like he said it was for uh, for War Chamber, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't quite tell if you meant the Chamber match itself, okay, or or something having another challenge yeah. for War Chamber. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's them. Hopefully, it'll well, be that. Like, I, I mean, I mean, there's only really two ways to go about it. I feel, and that's either like either the fa the faction war between Selena and Cesar or the other way the other way to go about it would be uh WTF versus guys WTF are feuding with so like at okay. the moment it would be like WTF versus like second gear crew and cozy yeah, Max yeah. or something yeah, of the, yeah. something like that yeah. um but that's just that that's just wild speculation I haven't oh I haven't seen much of anything it didn't didn't we mention also that didn't Jimmy Lloyd yeah uh, Jimmy Lloyd is back too which with, uh, which he yeah he's siding with the uh, response as well. Yeah. So I so I guess that could, that could be a thing uh, that could be a thing too because yeah it, yes it, uh, yes exactly. I guess all they need is like for for traditional stuff all they need is like basically one more person aside uh, aside. And, well, and, and yeah, and the other guys already have four. Yeah. So with Cannonball uh, and and Teflon or Tana whatever. Yeah, Talon. And even yeah. then, like they need to bring back Mr. Cor uh, Dr. Cornwallis because that was like the best name in wrestling. I miss yeah, Dr. Cornwallis. Yes, yes, Cornwallis. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it could be something like that. Uh, I guess it just depends on where they want to go. So I guess they they do now that now that we sit there and think about it out loud, like they actually have a, several ways they can go yeah. about the uh war games as well. So which I mean 
honestly, like I I'm psyched. Regardless of what they do, I enjoy War Games or War Chamber. Oh, uh, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, it's my second most favorite MLW event after Battle Riot, just because I love me a good uh, Battle Royal, and that's that's a, that's a me thing. Yes. Um, but yeah, so but and yeah, both both well, those are coming up too. Forgot about Jimmy Lloyd being in the match afterwards. It's, it's because like let's, uh, it's Brodian like. Uh, I, I'll throw it out there. I'm not a big Jimmy Lloyd fan, though. I was interested what uh, him becoming uh, a broski number one with Matt Cardona. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that that was that. I thought that was going to be interesting, but they're not doing that in MLW, and he wasn't rocking the broski gimmick when he showed up last night. So yeah. my interest in him just kind of went way down. And I'm salty that he's getting title shots and I'm not getting title shots. Yeah, Dale. May's coming. Uh, though. May's coming. May, May is coming. Um. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you're my agent for this, and have you uh, like I haven't heard it. Nothing's come down my way, so hey, unless they've told you, we still got time. Heck, and and sport, and and maybe my shot at the tag team title just magically yeah. dissipated. Uh, but we'll cover we'll cover that here in a bit. Uh, next is uh, the big uh, re rebirth of Alex Kane, his first uh, singles match since losing the title, taking on the returning Bobby Fish. Um, I'll 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 play it on the table. I was not a big fan of this match. Like it just it it fell flat for me. Like it, it was kind of just a nothing burger. Like Bobby pretended it was Memphis, except nobody cared. Like he kept like jawjacking with the crowd, and he didn't get a response. Yeah. Like I did pop for the he pulled my hair when Fish is rocking up. You know the shiny head right now. I popped for that, but like. It, it was like nothing. Like there was no energy to the match. It just seemed like an assortment of video game maneuvers, like back and forth. And so I'll, I'll get your thoughts, and then we'll talk about the aftermath of the match. Though. Well, I was surprised that this match was lower. I, I thought it was going to be maybe like semi-main event because of Kane being the champion last month for the last six months. So it was. It actually became the third match of the night. No, that's kind of low for your ex-champion. Um, and I love Bobby Fish. You know, he's a he's a good wrestler. I actually, I mean, it wasn't a tough match per se, but it wasn't a bad match either. I actually, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It just kind yeah. of meh. Like yeah, it, it was, it was I, just I, like he. It was like if I could speak ill of it, it was basically heatless filler almost, which yeah, is like, actually kind of disrespectful to your world champ. He just kind of never got out, out of the first gear. Yeah, like, like, just, it, yeah, they just oh they worked kind of slow, and then yeah. they slowed down from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just never kind of got out of that gear and like, stuff like that. But you know, it, I don't. Anyway. I, maybe I just expected more because Kane's been, you know, doing very well for himself, yeah. and Bobby Fish is a really good wrestler. And but... I was surprised he actually, you know, had him pass out in the maneuver. I said, like, "Oh wow, okay, I wasn't well, expecting that." that and that that was finish. Weird. And like that was weird too. Like almost like it wasn't planned because the ref called it, like yeah. before. Like they didn't lock it. Like he it, he didn't lock in the body scissors. Like they were still standing, and the refs just like ring the bell, ding yeah, ding ding. He went down, and you see Bobby just kind of eh. yeah. So like, I, so like it was all like weird, and they didn't get out of first gear. Like so like I mean on paper there's nothing wrong with the match, but like yeah, the, but then again like it. but like given the talent in, that was involved, like it should have been better. I expect them more. Yes, yes. Um, but I guess really it was just to set up what happened next with the uh, physical debut of Flop Dalla himself, AJ Francis. Uh, also, 
He was on two shows at the same time last night. Oh, God. I, I, there's two Manders running around, and now there's two Flop Dollars. Yep. What is yep. this world People coming to? This is the worst timeline. This is that's what it is. This is the worst timeline. Two flop dollars, two one called Manders. Yes. Um, well, he, was, he was in a tag team match at in TNA last night. So, but he I don't was know. There and made it to New York. I, and I feel like that fact is cooler than what we got <laughs> live, uh, ju- because like his promo didn't like outside of like one line towards the end. Like that promo did nothing for me. He just basically came out. And was like, look at me, I'm Flop Dalla. I make money, which I don't really, because man, yeah, okay, that's a lie. He's actually pretty good, but what is Bumaye and Bamaye? Yeah, Bumaye, yeah, like, like yeah, like, like, it, like he, he yeah. did like grandpa level puns, and the only thing out of that that was might be worth its weight, and that's if the, and that is if it's true, and they follow up on it, is that he referenced that someone in the Bumaye camp is not as loyal as Kane thinks yeah, they are, yeah. which I think is interesting. But then on the flip side of that, like, let's face it, on screen, there really isn't much of a Bomaye fight club anymore. Yeah, no, what happened to what happened to uh, Jay Bougie? What happened to uh, the other guy? Uh, Jay Edwards. Yeah, Edwards. I mean, I think I saw him like once or twice in a tag team match and that was yeah. it. I, I know B- uh, Bougie still reps... Uh, still reps Bomaye on the indies. I can't okay. say for Edwards. I know he uh, he'll reference the Bomaye, but like he's he's not like all in. He doesn't seem to tag Alex Kane and things or whatever. Where Bougie is all in on it. But yeah, but like functionally speaking in MLW, really Bomaye is just Alex Kane, Mr. Thomas, and Faye Jackson. Yeah, and and um don king whenever <laughs> whenever don king shows up i hope i hope don king is the one that turns that's what i yeah, want out of yes yeah, now that you bring it up. yeah that'd be yeah it's like, that'd be <laughs> that would be great that, that that would be the best case scenario yeah there, you, 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 got, you dropped the, the belt so now i'm moving from you to bomaye now get get the real money to somebody else so hopefully he'll have a different outfit on this time yeah, but uh, but I am I am morbidly curious uh, curious if they if they if this wasn't just an off the cuff comment and this is something they're actually planning because again like Bomaye is only three people right now yeah. and no one's gonna like no one's gonna care if Faye Jackson turns. Yes, and, and so that, yeah, and so that leaves Mister Thomas, which yeah. is int- which is interesting because also interesting because uh, Thomas and Francis are going to be face uh, facing each other at, well. Facing at, at the next, yes. uh, but at the tapings last night, they fa- yeah. they uh, they were supposed to face each other uh, for whatever the ne- uh, I forget what the next big uh, YouTube show is called, yeah, like a new beginning something, or something, something from New York or something like that. Yeah. Um. But so I'm kind of interested to see like if that that was a real line and they're that's something they're going to push, especially with those with Mr. Thomas and Francis going to have a match, or if that was just Tom, if that was just Francis just spouting off saying whatever yeah. he thought of at the moment to try to pop the crowd and yeah. work. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So again, like that. Like to me though, like I, I don't have much use for AJ Francis either. I don't. Th- I think he. I think he's well overrated in his own head. Um. But he's hustling, yeah, so weird. I'll give him that. Yeah, it's weird because they had Car- Cardona, and Cardona did a lot. And those what five months that he was there, Francis came in and it's not it doesn't see it doesn't have the same effect or big big time eyes like Cardona did when he came in last year. 
Well, and I think that's just because it's two different two different kinds of performers. Like Cardona is actually like Cardona has made himself a cult of personality. Like, well, he's always been kind of a cult of personality. Like, he's always yeah. been like large and in your face and bombastic and really good at manipulating social media. Francis, on the other hand, like, don't get me wrong, he's hustling. I will give him that. He is hustling. Oh, yeah. he, he's he's putting in the work, but he doesn't have. I don't think he he doesn't have the charisma Matt Cardona has. Let's just put it out there. He he's not that charismatic overall, and he's not that great of a wrestler either. And so you put like those things together with some allegedly's, which compared to other people's alleged's, like I don't, I it's it's not that big of a deal. Um, but like. I know the man doesn't do much for me because I, I don't because I don't th I don't think he's very good on the mic and I he's not very good in the ring at all. It and is then, crazy how all these ex WWE guys are free, but they're wrestling for like every independent company they could find all at once. Like they're here, they're here, they're here, they're here, and you're like, dude, like how many places are you gonna be all at once? You know, TNA, MLW, NWA. Well, out in you, destiny, out in other places, and you're like, wow, you gotta cool. strike, you gotta strike while the iron's hot because that yeah, window, no, but shit, like slow down, dude. Like, I know you're free after being in years of being locked down, but doesn't mean that you're gonna just sell yourself to every company and just get money and be seen. No, no, that's exactly what you gotta do because, because uh, unless you're Cardona, who can successfully, like, who's like a marketing machine, like. That's the only way you're going to continue to make yourself relevant is by putting yourself out there and getting all, all getting as many eyes on you as possible. Um, you know, like Cardona has the luck of like being like a super popular guy who's you know uh, that he's got the leg up on everyone, but he's also become a super popular guy through the through the combination of very hard work and yep. and being able to read the fan base, yep. and that's not something everybody has. Or you have other people like say uh, Mustafa Ali, yes. who basically like. He's getting by basically because, well, kind of like Cardona, he was almost criminally underused by WWE and like had basically said like, hey, these are things I, here's stuff like I've wanted to do and was told no. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm going to do that. And so like every he's got all the eyes on him. Uh, yes. Car, you know, Cardona was kind of the same uh, the same way. That's not, you know, not everyone. But like you got to strike why that why people remember who you are. So you're not just you know those guys who did like three job matches back in the '90s who just would slap a WWE or WWF logo on their indie photos. Like you got to strike while that iron's hot and people actually remember who you are. Regardless, yeah, I'm surprised uh, Ali hasn't done anything for MLW yet. I'm actually really surprised by that too. To be um, honest with you, Ali. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, because I because actually I feel like he would like. Especially for a short term, like yes. like the equivalent, of, we'll say like two months, like four shows, two months. Like I, I yeah, you know, I think exactly. he can make a pretty big, yeah. pretty big yeah, impact. You no, know, no yeah, pun intended. But you know, I, I, you know, I don't know, I, I, I don't know the uh, backstage uh, meetings of MLW. I don't know, like, I don't know who, how much money is paid out to individuals and how much money they're willing to spend on individuals. Or you know, it might be, it might be all on Ali. Maybe he doesn't want to do it. I, you know, who knows? Okay. Um, you know. Anyways, 
but you know we can speculate things all we want and yes but uh, we could dedicate a whole other podcast to that we, we we're supposed to be talking about we're, we're supposed to be talking about intimidation games right now yes. i guess uh, next, team match? next is the tag team title match uh second gear crew taking on the wtf faction of filthy tom lawler and the man who doesn't wash his hands davy boy smith jr yes that was that was funny uh, that was that better than it had that was better than it had any right to be and i will yeah, say as much as we complain funny. and as much as we complain about wtf like i am actually a big fan of like their backstage shenanigans like like yeah i'm not always a big fan of msl when he talks but like anything like tom lawler does yes. like he, he's giving it his all and he's hilarious and then like you had davy boy in there like like he, he was almost like the last one i expected to be doing that kind of stupid stuff but yet he was the star of that segment yeah, I, I thought the bad thing was funny i love the match just watching yeah. watching his eyes bulge as he's like giving everybody a hug and cutting the pro <laughs> yeah, so I, serious i, I, I love the whole match i love the whole thing how everything was set up and i love the fact that finally dodf finally won a match a tag team match at that and finally won some gold I mean, because this guy's been going now for the September of last year or, or October. Yeah, I mean, pretty it, much. Yeah, I guess they actually. Yeah, and, uh, and even most, August because because uh, Cardona was the draft okay. pick of the uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, of yes. WTF, and that, yeah, so that and, was... and no gold whatsoever, and they finally yeah. won a gold. And I could have swore this thing with the helmet. I seen them do that before. I think. Like Davy Boy Smith done that same thing somewhere else before. I don't know if it's WWF days when he was there. I don't remember, but for some reason when I saw the helmet, I, said, no, I could have swore he's done sometimes like this before. And now we're probably gonna see him with them helmet everywhere now. Mm -hmm. so, well, maybe people quit beating up Mr. Saint Laurent. He wouldn't have to come down. Maybe maybe he won't have to come down dressed up like a mummy in various hard things to dinky on the head with. It is funny how uh, Brian Gosling came out to help him, trying to get him up, and he's falling all over the place. Oh, like, this yeah. dude's overselling this shit right now. See, and that was something that kind of surprised me is they find like they pulled the trigger on BRG uh, being in WTF, yes. which is which yeah. still seems like relatively random to me because he was Becca's boyfriend and and then became shopping buddy for uh, Zeta, and now mm -hmm. now he's just part of WTF. Like okay, Let's well at least at least at least with him involved, like they have a guy who can take pinfalls and it makes sense. Yeah. Whereas like anybody else at WTF, like they shouldn't be losing near as much as they do, which we've talked about, and I will reference again here coming coming into my my chunk of the match where like it was a serviceable match, but like really like I couldn't get excited for the WTF victory just because they've been goobers for so long. Like they they've been jobbing out left and right for the most part. Like yes, they kind of had a comeback with Tom. Uh, Tom beating Justice and uh, Davy Boy beating Manders, so like they made a bit of a comeback there. But like for that, that doesn't necessarily erase six months of gooberdom where they're not really winning any matches like whatsoever. And like all now, of a sudden, where's, boom. Where's, where's Vicious Junior at? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen one. I hope he's still part of the group. I forgot Bishop. I was calling him Vicious Junior. <laughs> yeah. Vision, yeah, yeah. baby hammerstone, baby vicious, what you know, whatever you want to call it, big, yeah, yeah, um, a big yeah, bleached uh, Bishop, yeah, Bishop. blonde guy, yeah, Joshua Bishop, yeah, yeah I don't know, seen a while. but they, they kind of do that where it's like rando folk will pop in and out because, like, we don't see much of Holiday always either, 
but like we saw him uh backstage at burning crush where yes. he was part of the backstage shenanigans uh with second gear crew and uh, cozy max so like i think they just kind of come in and out wherever they're needed and they just use whoever's right there at the moment so i don't well, you know maybe he's still there. yeah so he's still i'm, I'm going to knock on wood that he's still there because i think this is a good launching uh, this could be a good launching point for him yeah, yes, for, a, I, for especially like given that the roster for mlw size wise isn't that big overall and so a guy that's bishop size you know looks like a giant so i think he had he he can have something going there but you know, I also say the same thing about like O'Shea Edwards, and they proceeded to do nothing with him whatsoever. Um, but but yeah, the match was serviceable. You know, I, I was I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised that at WTF won. I shouldn't have been. Like they were pointing all the ways to WTF winning. I couldn't get into it because they've been goobered. Uh, despite the fact that Manders shit the bed and got donked on the head and lost. Which no self and no self-respecting Iowan is just going to go down due, due to getting hit in the head with, with a motorcycle helmet. That's just called Saturday night here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, it's Manders. That's probably why he got donked in the head. Luckily, there's Manders number two running around being a stunt double or something. Except he didn't come out to help anybody. Your hatred for Manders like knows no boundaries. No, because evidently I am the only one that sees that that man is a menace. I'm not crazy. Not crazy at all. Just laying down the facts. Manders is a menace, and now there's two Manders running around, but one of them is kind of a whip because he just got donked on the head and knocked out like some sort of not Iowan wimp. So I don't know what's going on there. Those but, helpless, yeah. they actually hurt. So oh, they hurt. But if but if you if you you're upset because the guy got kicked in the dick and lost a Dude, match, so. but it was a backslide <laughs> on a on a on a New York street fight. And then I and, street and, fight. And this this was a roll-up from a guy in the UFC. Semantics. Semantics. Two matches. Two different type of matches. Manders is just as hardcore as everybody else in that oh, that one match. <laughs> but that being said, yeah, I, I was surprised. I actually was surprised WTF got it. Uh, just, uh, but like it still fell flat for me because they've been goobers all the, the this time uh though like it they really need again like we've said it like every month or every two weeks really when we have this pod you know that they they needed something to get a win to make themselves a threat oh, and you know, so one more thing i forgot to mention earlier from the second match they need to get the open weight title away from ARSP because that belt is not being defended at all in any show. Yeah. Like I take the belt off already and give it to you know do something with it because that belt is just losing meaning. I just thought yeah. about that. Yeah, it's kind of an afterthought considering that the middleweight championship is kind of the crown jewel right now of the Cesar Duran Celine de Laurenta feud. Yes. Uh, and then you know, by proxy, the tag titles have had some quasi meaning just because they've been prominently featured, like with the second year crew, like regardless if they're singles matches or not. Like you see the second year crew together, they got the titles, whereas you don't always see the title with Ricky Shane Page. Like, and they don't like refer, they don't always reference that he's the uh, uh, national heavyweight champion as I'm well. What but, the hell? But yeah, so I, you know, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you know, may, maybe maybe it'll maybe maybe we'll get get a match next month and they'll do something with it with this whole uh civil war carcosa yeah. storyline calling in response and whatnot. What but, was next? 
Uh, next we have the five thousand oh, dollar five minute challenge, and this match I'm gonna keep the hat on for this because I'm gonna start rattling on incoherently for this one too. Except this one will make a bit more sense than me, me just ratting on Randers, Manders like I normally do. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna take it away, and then you can correct me or calm me down or whatever it is. Um, but yes, the five thousand dollar challenge. Uh, with uh, Janai Kai. I didn't write down, I did write down who it was, but it's in my notes somewhere else. Maybe I'll take some extra time to look unprofessional to find it. Yes, Zoe Cannon answered the challenge for Janai Kai. She needed the last five minutes or or actually win to get five grand. Um, this match was pretty much exactly how I thought this match was going to go. It lasted like from bell to bell, like five seconds, like 20 seconds. If you, once, uh, once everybody got into the ring, all that stuff, but it was a push kick, a pump kick ref stops it, which on paper is fine. But the problem is, is they did this and they didn't do anything to follow it up. You, you really, if you're going to do this on a big show and really hype up the challenge aspect of it, then you need to use it as a cog to make it a next step in a story. And they didn't do that at all. There was no surprise debuts. There was no surprise returns. There, Selena, did, Selena didn't even get on the mic and be like, fuck y'all, this division sucks. We're on top. Like, we didn't even get that. Like, all we got... All we got out of this is we did go backstage with a clapping Cesar Duran who basically called this a squash match, which it was, mind you, but your on-screen talent should not be saying things like this because I, that makes it, it, it devalue, especially in this situation, it almost devalue, devalues the title because they're not giving the champion championship call uh, caliber opponents like yes it's an open challenge it's supposed to do something but the like booking 101 for a situation like this is you don't do this jobber squash stuff on a big show unless it's going somewhere and it didn't go anywhere like i just sat there waiting for it i'm like is camille coming this is where camille's coming oh Delmi Delmi's had enough she's got the backing of of uh cesar duran she's gonna make her move even though she's got a number one contenders match nothing literally nothing like I, I i don't pride myself as an armchair booker like i i try like i'll do some of that stuff obviously i'm a neckbeard podcaster but like this is somewhere where i go like dude you literally dropped the ball on it <laughs> what, what what is going on here i, I it, it makes me irrationally angry for some for something that you know me rattling on incoherently longer than the match it, the match itself so <laughs> Take this segment home, Muffins. You know, tell tell me like I'm overreacting. No, you're not, because this everything you said, you hit right the nail right on the head. If if we believe all the rumors out there, supposedly Kurt Bauer and MLW had their uh, uh, case against WWE, you know, thrown out of court, and they asked to settle. Supposedly he got twenty million dollars out of this. You mean to tell me you couldn't use the twenty million dollars to get Camille to come in and do something to push up the division and make Janelle Kai that much stronger as a the featherweight? Like you said, you you have a piece of Zoe Cannon, and then here comes Camille. Oh my God, it's Camille! What? Or and it doesn't have, have to, and just to interrupt you, it doesn't even have to be Camille. It could have yes. been anyone. It could have been anyone with a name. 
And you, you, you know? said dummy Axel comes out on the back because she's mad. She wants to continue what happened last month on the show. Oh, here comes Delmi. Ah, yeah. Bring back Ava Everett. Bring, bring back Maki Ito. Yes. You, you, you know, bring somebody. in a, bring in another Joshi. Yes. You know, or bring somebody that's out there. You know, a top female name that's out there. You know, uh, vicious Vicky. Yeah, she's out uh, there. You know, she, she's proving. You know, Vita Van out west. Yes, Sawyer Wreck yes. out east. Like yes. you know, you Alley Catch. I would love to see Alley Catch yeah. in MLW. Somebody, somebody with a name that's been a name. You bring them out. Oh my God! You know, surprise, surprise, surprise! You got twenty million dollars. You could do this. No, you just went completely flat. This should have been done on the tapings. Yeah. Like that, that's the like that's the part like that's the part that that's the part that makes me the angriest is that they took time on a special on a show that technically people had to spend money on like yes like you get a bunch of stuff with the uh, with the fight fight plus or thriller TV plus whatever you want to call it like so like yeah you're not paying just for this event but like you technically had to spend money to get to this event unlike exactly. YouTube or what should be what should have been on Fusion like I'm okay I'm okay with a squash match that doesn't go anywhere on my free tv yes. don't give it to me on my pay-per-views yes you use and then you got that and you mentioned no no selling a promo afterwards like you saw shit on the thing on the division gave us some competition and boom somebody comes out boom that would have been acceptable you know it writes then, itself then you go into a backstage nonsense where you have your own talent Breaking down the talent of the featherweight. All the good thing he says, like we're going to Florida, and there are all the beautiful Puerto Rican ladies out there. That was the only part that I liked about the whole thing. Cesar said, so that this whole thing was a letdown because I was I was up here, and I got so deflated so fast. I went, oh my god, I was like, this is so disappointing. Like wow, like this should have been the beginning of the of the show. Or maybe the third match or something, you know, uh, put it there. Not nah, it didn't that. deserve to be on the show at all. Period. Yes, not before the main event at that. I mean, yeah, the, the, I guess, it, I guess, I guess, if you're going to deflate us like that, the best place to put it is before the main event, because that way people have their bathroom break or the oh. bath, or so they can have a chance to people have a chance to relax before the main event and they can cheer their heads off or boo their heads off, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, but it was like I agree with you 100. Everything you said about this, this was just. Like, like I said, it's definitely it's, strictly on the tapings, or they may do it outside in the back as one of the little segments that you do now every other day that you put on YouTube and do yeah. something like that there, you know, whatever. Okay, look, that was kind of okay, nothing happened. Yeah, man, but that was that was just completely deflate me. I was I was so high about the show, and now we're just I'm like, wow, dude, like what yeah. the hell was that? Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, I, uh, the, the show is basically a sandwich, except this sandwich, the, the bread is the best part of it, which is ironic coming into our main events for the for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. Satoshi Kojima defends against Minoru Suzuki, the angry murder grandpa himself. Uh, commentary, they finally referenced it on commentary after I put it out on social media. So John, Joe Dombrowski, okay, Joe Dombrowski probably knew this before like I put it out there, but actually but they didn't play it up at all until the match started but suzuki and and uh, kojima actually have history which like I, i'm not gonna lie like i wasn't quite aware of until like the week before 
the match, but like what we know, what we now know is Suzuki Goon was actually Kojima Goon. Oh, uh, wow. so like, oh. uh, so like, they they have history, and and they and they uh, and uh, Suzuki actually holds the advantage in singles matches. He's like six and uh, six and four against uh, Kojima. Uh, which again, commentary did put over eventually. I didn't do the I didn't do the statistics for every encounter, just singles matches. So I'm, I, I have no idea what's going on uh, on the stable front, tag team front, whatever. Um, but like this match also was not a fast pace affair. But which, is fine. which, which is fine. yeah, but we had two 50 year old dudes beating the shit out of each other. Exactly. Is what we got, and that's <laughs> but, what we wanted to see. We, we didn't want it to be fast. We wanted it to be slow. And painful because we're hearing every slap, everything that's going on. We I wanted to be HD, 4K. I want to see the blood and the sweat just coming out and put the microphone right there in front of them when they get the slap. That's what I wanted to see, and that's what I got. And Suzuki is such a dick, and it's great. Like, like, like I don't know why anyone tries to strike him because it just makes him happy and angry to be hit. Because you hit him, he just laughs at you, and then he's going to hit you harder. <laughs> like he went through three rounds of machine gun chops, and each yes. time, like, oh, you could say like, oh, those machine gun chops, like they're fake. The, the, the chest, Suzuki's chest said otherwise because his chest didn't have much markings to it before those yeah. machine guns, and then by the end of it, it pretty much had a handprint ish because you know, the chops are all over the place. But his his chest was thoroughly red by the time those were done, and he no sold it. Yeah, like that's yeah. the thing too is he no he he did like half a sell on the last uh, the last set when he kind of slumped in the corner. But even then, he slumped in the corner like he was like sliding into a hot tub. He's just kind of like. Ah, yeah, yes. yes, this feels natural. This feels natural. Uh, well, and, uh, and the funny thing a... was, we knew that we knew what was going to happen, but there behind my brain, we knew that Kojima had a bad knee or yeah. something happened with uh, uh, yeah, he this is like his first match back. He he, yeah, buggered up his knee. So like I was thinking, like, maybe they're gonna do a switch here and and Suzuki actually gets the win because of the knee issue, so I was kind of like, like okay, and that wouldn't have upset me as much as I'm a Kojima, as much as I am a Kojima boy and a member of the Bread Club. I also love me an angry murder grandpa too, and, and especially what happened with with Kojima, we it wouldn't be you had now exactly it would have been a shock as to why it would have never happened, but. Yeah, and actually, I mean, like, and actually, even booking wise, just like you know, pulling off the veil of kayfabe, like even booking wise, we've had so many long meandering title reigns. Yeah. It would almost be refreshing to have like, you know, a title reign or two yeah, as kind that. of uh, that where let the ta let the uh, you know let the title bounce after like one or two matches. Like it would be almost refreshing and kind of like shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, though I might, you know, as much as I love Suzuki, like you might almost question the business, the business, the the business of, put, of putting the title on him as well, because like like as much as everyone loves Kojima, like people did kind of side eye putting the uh, taking the belt off of a young upstart and Alex Kane and putting it on a, like a you know fifty plus year old man. Well, but if they're gonna do that, then do it again because of the issue with the knee. Then I understand why it did. Yeah. I would have been mad about that. I would be like, hey, that's fine. 
Yeah. But, but you know, that being said, like I thought it was a really good it was a very good hard hitting match. It took like oh, three sure. Larry it took like three Lariats to put Suzuki down. Which so, should like, yeah, yeah. You, you can't go on down on one. You have to hit him. See, that what I expected the New York Street fight to go. You beat the shit out of the guy, you keep beating him, you keep beating him, and you beat him because you beat the shit out of him and you close out so many damn times with the Lariat that he not got knocked out, boom, you pin him. Now on a damn backslide. But you know, uh, you know, I, they ended up hot. They they ended the 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 show, uh, show hot, which was a perk. Even though they just kind of cut it off randomly, there wasn't yeah. even you know there was it, it just out of nowhere. And I I joked in our chat of like, well, they were probably filming. They were probably probably had more matches to do after this, so they didn't have the time to. <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't the true main went, event like, of the evening. Fast. Yeah, he just like yeah he just went, he just dunked it. Oh, was quick. Like didn't get the didn't get the mic. We didn't get a bread shower. We yeah. didn't get anything. He just walked to the back and end of show. Usually, um, usually we get to see who the next challenger is going to be or something like that. Like yeah, that the, yeah we didn't we didn't get that. So I I'm curious. Yeah. Like who who who's next in line for the championship? Well, well, it's going to be the war chamber. So I guess next month we don't doesn't matter. Since the belt won't be on, on the line, so because it's gonna be war chamber shit, more focus on that than 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 the actual uh, title now. So, well, which that would make sense. Well, do you do you think that? So, do you think that we're not gonna see the title until uh, April? I, I don't even think they have a show in April. No, you're correct. Like they haven't announced anything for April, so I, well, I assume unless, unless they have the well, they'll the, probably have the, uh, the taping, a taping, uh, tape, yeah. uh, taping for War Chamber, and then have it in the middle of the month. But yeah, but I mean, now thinking about it, that's going to be the big thing is the War Chamber, and the title never ever uh, uh, def- uh, defended on that show anyway. So, so, so we're we not going to. Uh, so I guess I'll re- re- uh, rephrase the question. So are we not going to see a t- We're not going to see the title until uh, May. Probably, yeah, because I, I, I mean, honestly, I would not doubt it not seeing one Japanese wrestler in the next show. Uh, they're, uh, they're bringing in another member of TMDK, yeah, for uh, for War Chamber. Who? Uh, uh, let me switch my notes uh, around. Another, another, they mentioned a young lion kid that's coming in, yeah, he, he is like, he's like the TMDK young boy, like, he, okay. he just, he uh, just got, uh, he just got, um, promoted. Yeah, he was, he was um, a young lion for a while. Yeah, so yeah, um, I, I saw the name. I uh, can't remember the name. Uh, yeah. Kosei Fujita. Okay. Because um, okay, so I, I did like look up a little bit about him, just so I only sounded like half an idiot instead of a full well, idiot. I, I know, I know, he's been a young lion for a couple of years, and pretty sure he just recently graduated. Yeah. To... yeah within the last handful of months, like yeah, he's so... popped up, and he's been he's been adopted into the TMDK faction. And I'm pretty sure he'll get he'll be the next one getting a shot at the TV title of uh, oh, the bro, our, our breakfast or uh, breakfast sandwich. Yeah, I got Riddle. I mean, I, I'll see that happening. So, and Riddle probably won't have anything to do with the War Chamber match. That doesn't hurt my feelings none. Yeah. <laughs> actually, so, it'll yeah. Get, at least at least that way, if he doesn't show up, I'll actually report on it instead yeah, yeah. of uh, so, ha- instead of having uh, monitor issues like I normally yeah, do. Yeah. So if if we go with if we go with the calling and what's the guy's name again? The other the resource the response response or Salinas versus Cesar, you won't need any titles on on those two different war chamber matches. So they'll they'll have the the month of or whatever a couple of weeks off 
Yeah. Well, that's kind of disconcerting for me too. So, uh, I mean, this is pure speculation on our part, ladies and gentlemen. Of just, just off, yeah. uh, but like, uh, where, like, yeah. I, I, I personally, as a wrestling fan, would be disappointed if I didn't, if I, did, if the really? world title was not defended in like, in, in like, th- for another three months. Like, well, I wouldn't because of the same reason is Ward Chamber, and then we know that then they'll do a taping afterwards for the middle of April, and then the May show, which is going to be in Chicago. So yeah. I mean, you, you'll probably have almost two months. Yeah. And like, I mean, okay. It is what it is. I guess, I mean, I guess that's how much we see Roman Reigns. Uh, but exactly. But I, don't know. I, I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, especially, well, especially if it's going to be War Chamber and like that's going to, that's going to be the main event, which, it, you know, it should be just because it takes so much to build, to physically build the, the War yeah. Chamber. But like, I, mean, I feel like that, I, I, feel, I feel like that would be a good opportunity to, uh, you know, maybe boost up the YouTube show with maybe World Title Defense. But again, I, but then on the flip side too, they're really hammering home the Cozy Max tandem too. So I wonder if that, I wonder if we're going to see the world title put on a back burner so Cozy Max can go after WTF. So the tag team title, yes. See, I can see Wait. the tag team title being defended on War Chamber as one of the, the you know, matches. The undercard under. matches. Yeah. So I could see that happening. I could see the New Japan title being defended there also. Maybe even the uh, the middleweight title, the featherweight title, but not nothing to do with the world championship. If you're gonna go with two of the different factions as being the war chamber, and maybe you have two different war chamber matches. No, that that would be like that would be that would be interesting. I yeah. I, I like Poss- would it be possibly. worthwhile? Like I don't know, but I mean, you start, I mean, you, I wouldn't you, turn you it down. Hour each half yeah. hour each, you start one half an hour couple of matches and then you end it with the other war chamber match yeah um, just saying I mean, yeah. you know. I mean it's not a it's not a horrible idea by any search of the magic i just just but once for like, again for, speculations yeah but for an indie i just think it's kind of kind of interesting i know like wwe now is trying you know tries to like you know have two war chamber well just two uh war, war games yeah. uh but i feel like but like I feel like it waters it down when you do that, especially when there's like no reason to have it. Well, <laughs> you, you, had two, you had two, you had two Royal Rumble matches, male and female. You just had two different uh, Warch, uh, chambers, male and female. So yeah, which that I, that makes sense to me. Like, but like the War Games is like a feud ender. Like yeah, yeah, and and so like I feel like you're shoehorning at that point. But what do I know? So I'm just a dude on know? the internet. Exactly. What uh, do we know? I don't know? I'm just paid to speculate wildly instead of being an actual in- insider. Well, um, I don't get paid. I just do it for free and I make speculating my ass off like crazy. There you go. Get some ads. Talk, talk to the local folks. Get some ad space in here. Yes. Get a Patriot or something of the like. And so that's that's what I do. Get myself a cup of coffee each month out of the deal. Um, but yeah. So hey. that was Intimidation Games. Like it was... Yeah, uh, I, I mean, to be honest, it was kind of a nothing show. Like, the opener was amazing. You know, the first tag team match was pretty darn good. And then it just got progressively worse until the main event. And the main event, like, again, like, I, and I will concede any arguments someone wants to make about the main event not being good because that, if that's not your bag. But, like, I enjoyed the main event. I thought it was a good match. Just, I did too. Uh, but the rest of it, it was, was exactly just... why I expected two 50 year old guys taking it slow, 
and beat the shit out of each other. That's yeah. Can't uh, ask for are, anything. And then two ledges like that. I can't ask yeah. for anything better than that. So but yeah. So like, but yeah, like the rest of the show, like Intimidation Games was not terribly intimidating. Like, uh, unless I, you were scared about how bad it was, man. Uh, Especially that $5,000 match thing. Oh, like, I have not been that angry at booking by any company in quite some time. Like, that 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 upset me way too much for a guy who has no stake in the game. Whatsoever. Oh, dude, it's, I, I feel the same way. I have uh, no stake whatsoever, but damn it, that was just... Uh... But you know, it is what it is. It can't just imagine make... what what could have happened. Just imagine what could it what could have been. Exactly, you and know. But they, but they but you know, as I like to say, they can't all be zingers. Uh, it's just I was expecting a bit more meh than what we got out of the deal overall. I'm not yeah, going to sugar. Got... I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Uh, no, so hopefully, so hopefully, the tape the taping surrounding the intimidation games will pick things up a bit. Uh, hopefully, we'll, hope so. we'll, and and hopefully we'll see something build a bit more going into yes. War Chamber. That yes. is going to also like going back to our War Chamber discussion. That is something that kind of like worries me in terms of how the broadcast cycle of mlw is is how do you how do you promote a feud ender like war chamber when you're only showing when you're really only promoting things like twice a month yeah but, yeah you got, you got one show to promote that for march yeah and so I, I i like i i at a certain level like how are you going to do that properly especially yeah. especially if we're going to do especially if we're going to do selena versus cesar in one of them again speculation because like it's going to be a bunch of randos yeah. comparatively speaking because like there's no like there's not really much of a proper stable on either side of them like cesar is uh, cesar is literally just bringing in random fo folks selena has a small core of folks but otherwise it's still like, rounded out by uh, CMML luchadors that they whatever they can get um yes. but yeah so we'll, we'll see what happens like hopefully things will get a little bit more upbeat if nothing else we at least have a war chamber to look forward to even if we don't understand how we got there yet because I, you know, I do enjoy me a war chamber they got they got the, they got the tools to do it they got guys who specialize in a war chamber-esque environment whether it's the second gear crew whether it's the calling whether it's the response like all those guys are hardcore enough to pull off at least one of those chambers it'll be fine so i guess we'll we, we can move on on shut things down talk about what else we got going on in the wrestling world of course muffins has got uh, got his uh, 10 pounds of pod i assume mwa's back is it correct? Yeah. Yes. All right. So we got ten pounds of pod. Uh, we uh, we also he also has the future. Every now, do you have any futures coming up here? Hopefully, working on one person right now as we speak. Okay, so, so keep, keep an eye on, on that. Of course, yeah. over at my end, we have the MLW Confusion podcast drops every Friday. Sometimes it's regular confusion. Now, sometimes now I'm giving an indie spotlight when there's no MLW to review. So, you know, recommend your favorite indies for that. Uh, of, cor of course, um, if you, uh, I throw my money around to local independent promotions. So if you're in Eastern Iowa, keep your eyes out for uh, SCW Pro. They got a show this weekend in Iowa City. Uh, and they got a show two weeks at, in uh, Bluegrass, Iowa as well. Uh, we're also I'm also sponsoring Richard Holiday, MLW WTF Superstar at the New South uh, Haas Fight Tournament. That's going to be on WITV or uh, IWTV tonight and tomorrow, Friday, Saturday. Ready so to fight here, baby. Ready to fight here. I, I've drank the coffee. Now I'm giving him more money to go win fights for me. 
for me i have no stake in this game whatsoever so you know cheap plug on those folks as well um keep an eye out uh myself i have an interview with uh scw pro grand slam champion jt energy that'll be coming out in the next few days because i've been too uh, too busy doing everything else to get that edited properly uh so keep your eye on that that'll be out early next week um other than that of course the usuals got the social media bar going down at the bottom be sure to like subscribe hit that bell leave a comment all that sort of good stuff hit us uh, follow us on social media you know add us in things like we might actually engage in conversation let me know how irrational i am let muffins know what we all know and how cool he is you know we we, we will respond uh, we, we may respond to things probably because i don't have anything better to do or not uh but in the meanwhile though do all those things and we'll be back somewhere in the next two weeks whenever yes. they do the youtube stuff of course uh, and so for muffins martinez rob cammer Catch you all next time. Deuces! Hey, hey the balloons are back.